Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we are joined by the guys over at SpunOut.ie talking all things mental health. Whether it's a question about everyday life, relationships or education, the guys will be here to answer all your questions. This week we are joined by Ian Power and we are talking about all the new restrictions that have come in with Level 5. The country has gone into lockdown and Ian's going to break it down. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thanks so much for joining us in the Zoo Crew. Good to chat guys, how are things? Good, it's so great to have you on the show again. I wish it was in uh, more happier circumstances, but look, we're here and nothing really we can do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, look, everyone's feeling it. Uh, it's been... Rough enough, 24 hours kind of coming to terms with the news that we're going back into kind of level five uh, restrictions. But sure, look, we'll get through it. We did before. Um, and I think, look, there'll be a time where we can all kind of come back together. Not sure when that is yet. But until then, I think let's do what we can to stay well. Let's try to support each other and let's just try and get through it. Yeah, for sure. And if you're a regular listener to the show, we'll know you'll know that Ian joins us every Tuesday. But before we get into level five and what's to come and how to prepare, how are you doing? I mean, you're the one who's given us all the advice every week, but how are you actually getting on with everything that's going on? Yeah, good. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a tough one to kind of get used to. Uh, I think for everybody, to be honest, really. And look, you kind of just you take it on the chin most of the time, and I think. A lot of us who are happy enough to be working from home and kind of, you know, safe enough and things like that, you kind of have to understand how lucky you are. And um, I think, you know, a lot of us are at the moment uh, just trying to to kind of figure out how we're going to cope over the next six weeks, try and think about all the things that we're going to do. And I'm the same. I'm trying to think about what am I going to do over the next six weeks? How am I going to keep, you know, kind of, mentally well and what am I going to do to kind of um, stay connected with people around me and stuff like that so I think uh, a lot of us are all in the same boat and I think you know fingers crossed um, you know we'll get through it and we'll be fine I think look the, it's a second lockdown it's the lockdown nobody wanted it's one lockdown too many but um, we did learn a lot of things I think from lockdown one which I do feel we can bring forward into lockdown two that will help us get through it yeah, absolutely. And this is one of the best things to try to, to do at the moment is kind of think back to March, April, May. What was it that kept you sane? What was it that you learned was kind of something that kind of made you frustrated or maybe kind of wasn't helpful back in, in those three months? And how can you avoid that, whatever that was? And how can you do maybe and adopt some of those things that did actually work for you. So identifying your coping skills, essentially, you know, lots of young people spoke to us about, you know, their experiences after the last kind of level five restrictions. And the number one thing that came up was music, listening to music. Um, And so, you know, you know, having some sort of routine when in the day is that going to most help you? Is it at night when you're trying to get to sleep? Is it first thing in the morning, you know, to avoid kind of, you know, consuming news and, you know, catastrophizing at the start of your day? What is it, you know, that's going to work for you? And all of these different things work differently for everybody. So that's why I think it's so important to kind of sit down, take some time, take 15 minutes, whatever it is, think about those kind of bits and pieces that have helped and maybe put a strategy and a routine in place to kind of get them back. Um, and maybe try new things as well. I mean, maybe last time you tried lots of things that worked, 
keep those in your repertoire but also maybe add a couple of new things in maybe um it is a different time of year like we were lucky to get kind of some really nice days and some nice weather and maybe there was some sea swimming and all those different mm. things that we've talked about before and maybe as the evenings get shorter and the sea gets colder those things may not be the things that you could turn to uh, although I would highly recommend a dip in, in a frosty cold sea it's, uh, it's good for the mind and body but uh, and soul um, but yeah so kind of is there other things you can try kind of over the next kind of a uh, couple of months to kind of uh, cope with everything as well so it's it's a bit of a mixture really leaning back reaching back to kind of get some of those bits and pieces that helped you um, before and then thinking about well okay how are we going to deal with this given that uh, it, it's kind of the winter and look sure at this time of year I think as well like we'd normally be get, getting ready to kind of hibernate next to the fire and Netflix and all that sort of thing anyway so maybe it's just an acceleration of that and uh, and we're kind of getting to grips with that a little bit earlier than we normally would um, but certainly yeah there are things that we can all do to kind of uh, be proactive about our well-being over the next six weeks yeah and I think people have sort of been mentally preparing for this one for the for the last little while um, because for the first lockdown we know like it was all so new to us it kind of came out of the blue we didn't really know what lockdown is or was or meant but now that we've been through it you know people there was such a positive uh, part of it when restrictions started easing people got their staycations in but for someone who maybe has been thinking about going into lockdown for a second time and maybe isn't in the best mental state and is kind of thinking the worst about going into the next one uh, or this lockdown that we're going to be in now from th- from from Thursday uh, what advice is there out there for someone who's who's maybe really really down about it yeah i mean first thing to to know is that you're not alone. I think there's lots of us who are really kind of, um, you know, feeling a little bit low about it. Um, and, and to feel those feelings and to legitimize them and to understand that, you know, it's okay to feel that way and don't feel guilty about it. Um, you know, definitely it is something that we're all kind of processing. Um, I think the, the kind of things to focus on is, you know, being kind to yourself like that. Um, you know, giving yourself a break, not trying to kind of do a million and one things, you know, just trying to kind of focus on whatever's going to get you through, not feeling like you need to be super productive or super kind of uh, innovative or anything like that, just kind of whatever is going to get you through the next six weeks, make sure that that's all you're kind of really focusing on. Um, I think really as well, a lot of what we're doing at the moment is kind of maybe we're thinking about other people and what they're not doing and what they're doing and all that sort of thing. I think really trying to focus on what's inside our own control as opposed to maybe getting frustrated with what other people are doing and, you know, trying to stay in our own lanes a little bit. And and hopefully that will help us to kind of deal with everything and to try and maybe keep the blood pressure a little bit lower. And the other piece I would say as well is, you know, um, avoiding kind of checking the news and scrolling and all that sort of thing first thing in the morning because that can kind of maybe set you in kind of a negative kind of space very early on in the day and um, maybe try to kind of watch the news maybe once a day or twice a day or something like that check out your favorite journalists on twitter kind of you know less frequently maybe than you normally would um, and you know that'll help with less catastrophizing definitely um i think as well the other part of it is that you know are there other people out there who you know are nearby whether it's family neighbors friends that could do with a bit of help and um, because sometimes that can help us maybe feel a little bit more productive and also maybe put us in a better headspace 
in terms of how we feel about our own situations and things like that. So, um, you know, it's going to be quite difficult. You know, there are lots of us that are in really difficult situations. You know, lots of us for whom home isn't a really very safe place um, and who, you know, for many different reasons, you know, it, it would be much better for us to be able to be, you know, out and about and doing things during the day in order to be able to kind of stay well. Um, so really, it's it's about just trying to, to get through and to try to focus on what you can do, what you can control, um, and to try and put yourself in the best position to, to be able to kind of, um, you know, cope. And, and look, it's not going to be the end of the world. Like, I, I think, um, you know, it is going to be quite difficult, you know, particularly if you're going to be in a situation where you are maybe losing part-time work or full-time work, um, and that's going to be a real challenge. Um, the government have announced that um, the pandemic unemployment payment rates are going to be restored for those who are on um, over 400 euros a week, um, and it will re- remain in place for, for those who are on less than that. Um, and so there will be supports there, and hopefully that will be enough to get through. But, you know, if, if not, really uh, what I would hope um, people can do is to reach out to, to different supports, whether it's citizens information, whether it's MABs, to try and find out what supports might be available for you from a financial perspective. And then just from a mental health perspective, there are so many different um, people and services that want to hear from you if you're going through a tough time, um, not least ourselves in, in 50808. But if you want to pick up the phone, there's Samaritans. Um, Jigsaw are running uh, loads of different kind of interventions, whether it's kind of live chats, group chats, uh, one-to-one sessions, turn to me the same and, and my mind as well. So there's lots out there that I think we can avail of, um, most of it free. Uh, and, and, you know, I think we should be really good to ourselves and, and make sure we avail of whatever support we can because, um, you know, we deserve to. And, and I think ultimately, you know, there there is light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, we're hearing all of these things about vaccines at the moment as well, which is great to hear. And, you know, hopefully this time next year, all of this will be a completely distant memory. Mm. Fingers crossed. That's all really good advice. And I'm glad that you share those helplines as well, because I do feel that, you know, those the, the people getting in contact with those services was very high during the first lockdown. But I feel the combination of winter and you know, lockdown 2.0, I really feel that people are going to need those now more than ever. Uh, Ian, you did mention as well about the importance of routine. And I think it can be very difficult if you don't have a particular nine to five where you have to get up at a certain time every morning and go out the door or go over to your desk in your house, whatever, wherever you may be working from. Have you any tips for kind of developing healthy habits and kind of giving yourself that extra push in the morning to get yourself out of bed and to kind of be productive in your own right? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you know, the key to that is fake it until you kind of make it essentially, which is that if you don't actually have a routine, pretend like you do. Um, and, you know, one of the key things I would say to people, particularly in the mornings, is that, you know, to try to kind of just urge yourself to just get up and, and to not kind of wallow and to kind of stay there for longer than maybe, uh, you know, we should. I'm a devil for it myself at the weekends. It's just kind of what you do. And you need to kind of, the minute you wake up, you know, give yourself that five or 10 minutes to actually wake up and then just launch yourself out of the bed because otherwise it's so easy to just end up staying there, um, you know, for, for much longer. Uh, try to kind of, you know, think about breakfast, you know, how that can be something that can be a bit of a, a, a bit of an event, you know, what can you do to kind of make that something that's exciting to get up out of bed for and then have some sort of kind of, uh, you know, things to follow on to kind of get your day started. So if it's, 
if you don't have somewhere to be, you know, whether that's exercise, whether that's, you know, reading a book, whether that's watching something, whatever it is, just to kind of get yourself into some sort of kind of routine. We talked before, I think, in, you know, the last kind of um, lockdown about, you know, if you do work from home, getting up, you know, doing what you're doing and then actually maybe going outside, walking around for a while and then coming back to sit down at your desk. Um, you know, people have been calling it the virtual commute and all these different things where mm-hmm. people, um, you know, you listen to the podcast that you might have listened to on your commute normally, all those kind of things to kind of get you set up for, for the day. But really, routines are super important and, and making sure that you can try and get outside or you can, you can do that 30 to 60 minutes of exercise, even if it's in your living room, um, you know, because the weather is, is crap outside or something like that. You know, that's absolutely um, going to still make you feel better and help you to feel well um, and the other piece then is just around kind of setting a bedtime and trying to stick to it as much as possible because it can be really easy to let it drift and to kind of let yourself kind of end up watching you know uh, episode after episode of whatever it is and then all of a sudden it's 2 a.m in the morning and you have to be up at eight so you know really trying to make sure that you're kind of guarded with that so that you have those kind of boundaries on your time in your day and you're getting that eight hours of sleep, which is really, really important. And particularly as the days kind of get shorter, um, you know, we, we will feel like we actually need sleep more because we'll be getting less um, kind of vitamin D and stuff like that. Um, so definitely, you know, make sure that you're kind of making that time for, for a good night's sleep so that you feel rested and recovered the next day. I'm definitely going to take that advice on board. I can't remember the last time I had a full eight hour sleep because I go home after the show every night. I'm watching episode after episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I'm on my phone. So yeah, I definitely need to, need, need to develop that healthy habit of my own for sure. That's important too. Like it's good for us to wind down after a day at work. You know, it's, it, the mind can be racing and sometimes if you go to bed straight after, it's not going to be possible to fall asleep because you're going to be so buzzed and wired. So, you know, that's important too. And it's just trying to make sure that on the other side, maybe we have, you know, that extra little bit of time to be able to uh, to get those eight hours for sure. I was actually only talking to a group of mates last night about our feelings and stuff going into another lockdown and a lot of my friends would be creatives or work in the entertainment industry where there's there seems to be you know no light at the end of the tunnel for right now and people are wondering about gigs and that's the main source of income and stuff uh, and I was essentially relaying information that you've told us today and in weeks previous in that what you mentioned there a few minutes ago about only controlling what you can control uh, and then also about doing what makes you happy and especially in the room to Christmas it's going to be different for everyone but if, if you you kind of have to look out for number one first and foremost and it is just doing whatever it is maybe you wouldn't do it on a normal normal day but if it's going to put a pep in your step and a smile on your face these days doing what makes you happy is really important absolutely 100 percent and you know, look, it's it's really difficult to feel motivated, um, you know, particularly if you're not able to do whatever it is that you love doing. And I think a lot of people who work in creative industries that I've spoken to, you know, just really miss the buzz of being in front of an audience or creating something and having something out there for people to, you know, see or consume or watch or whatever. And, you know, it's it's really hard to feel like, um, you know, you're, you're kind of, you've got any motivation for anything at all. But I do think that, um, you know, trying to, in whatever way you can, practice your art or, you know, do whatever it is that makes you really jazzed and really excited um, is really important. And whether it's going to result in something that people can, 
you know, see or watch now or whether it's going to contribute to a body of work that's going to ultimately be seen or or consumed, um, you know, or, or attended at a later date, you know, trying to kind of use this time to maybe explore kind of different things, maybe to experiment, maybe to innovate. It's 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 hard. It's so easy to say that and it's much harder to do it. But um, but, you know, maybe there's something in that in that, you know, over the next little while, um, you know, taking advantage of whatever time we have. And as you say, um, you know, focusing on what's inside our sphere of influence and what's inside our control and trying to just make the most of it um, as, as much as we possibly can. 100% yeah and like agree. and like baby steps like you said it is it is easier said than done doing that but like baby steps in that direction be it like whatever setting up a podcast for example just even if you're to make advances in that region like one step at a time you don't need to go and release a big podcast tomorrow and expect it to be number one in the charts next week but little things that's gonna like put your time and energy somewhere when you have all this free time will definitely contribute to you feeling like you've achieved something Absolutely. Like routines and behaviors are built up over time. It's not overnight. And so really like what we have to try and do is function first. And that is really hard enough right now, to be honest, for so many people and for so many reasons. So really kind of literally just trying to figure out how to get the basics in place in terms of a routine to help us survive and then building things on top of that over the following weeks to kind of thrive. You know, they say it kind of takes about three weeks to kind of form habits. Um, and so, you know, it's literally talking about doing one thing one week, adding something else onto it, maybe the next week, another thing on top of it the, the following week. And that will help give us a sense of, of progression as well. Um, and ultimately, it will give us uh, the kind of foundations to kind of maybe engage with whatever it is that we love doing um, at, at the end of maybe some of those habits become forming and, and um, you know, norming. So I really do think that, you know, be very kind to yourself. Like you don't feel like you have to try and, you know, do everything overnight and suddenly put this six weeks to the best use possible. Literally, it's, it's, it's about kind of feeling comfortable, getting through things and, you know, uh, and hopefully thriving, you know, by the end of it. But look, if we're if we're all in one piece at the other side of it, too, that's the main thing, to be honest. Um, and, you know, I, I think there, there's so many different ways of looking at it. I don't want to seem like this is going to be a kind of monumental struggle because, you know, maybe it won't be for lots of us, you know. Uh, but I think we just need to acknowledge that it can be and could be really difficult for some of us. And then, look, you know, don't feel like there's anything negative about you not, not being able to make it into something wonderful and coming out with a wonderful project at the end of it or hmm. something like that. And, um, you know, really, I think uh, there, there's two ways of looking at it. And whatever way you fall down, whether it's about surviving or thriving, you know, like don't judge yourself and be kind to yourself. You've been sharing your wisdom for the last six months with us um, on the Zoo Crew. And if there's one thing I'll remember that really sticks out in my mind that you said, Ian, was literally just surviving right now is super productive. And that always goes through my head. Like the way you even said it, anytime I'm feeling a bit down or, you know, I feel like I should be doing more with my spare time. I'm like, no, Ian said literally just surviving right now is super productive. So I just think that is if if I'm going to take one thing away from this chat, and I think that is going to be it. I think that was in the first chat as well. Yeah. But it's the most important. I think so, because look, this is normal as well. You know, it's such a weird time, you know, and 
things are just so strange. So, you know, not to overplay it, you know, we're all kind of getting through it and we're doing uh, reasonably well at the moment. But, you know, it is weird. And don't forget that because I think, you know, we've been experiencing it since March. It's suddenly the middle of October. Where have those, you know, nine months gone? <laughs> like, it, it's kind of crazy when you think about, the, you know, it was literally February yesterday. So, you know, it's really quite not normal and it, it won't be for potentially a little longer. So, you know, really, I think we have to cut ourselves a lot of slack and, you know, celebrate the fact that we're here, that we're making it through and that ultimately we're going to get out the other side of it much stronger for having gone through it. It's very cold comfort now, but ultimately, you know, we are building up that that resilience and we are building up those survival skills, ultimately, that are going to help us to thrive in the longer run, whether that's, you know, three weeks time or three years time. That's the main thing to try to focus on right now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And if anyone's looking for more info on anything COVID related or mental health, where can they go? Yeah, so if you pop on to spunate.ie, we've loads of different information resources for, for people to look at, no matter what the kind of situation you find yourself in, you know, particularly about maybe all those employment bits and pieces as well as mental health and everything else and forming healthy habits. Um, and if anybody wants to chat, remember 50808, just text the word spun out to 50808. It's there 24 7. Uh, we're having lots of people reach out to us at the moment, and pretty much every conversation we're having. Uh, at this moment in time is about kind of the whole situation you know whether it's anxiety relationship whatever those issues are for people and people seem to really benefit from chatting to somebody completely and honestly a total stranger being able to share exactly what's going on fully and freely and you know hopefully getting some relief out of the conversation um as well so i think you know really do remember that it's there and it's there 24 7 no matter whether it's 2 a.m or 4 a.m it's there for you and um, so please do remember text spun out 50808 anytime and uh, so we'll text you back within about five minutes amazing ian power ceo of spun out.e thanks so much for your time today uh, take care and we'll talk to you soon take care guys mind yourself with spun out.ie and that is it for this week of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And don't forget, the guys from Spun Out join us live on the air every Tuesday on the Zoo Crew on Spin after half eight if you'd like to listen in live. And of course, if there is anything on your mind that you would like a little bit of professional advice on from the guys over at Spun Out, you can submit a question totally anonymously. All you have to do is head on over to Spin's website, go to the lifestyle section and fill out the form. If you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a little rate and review and it'll help more people find the podcast. And if you know anyone who you think would like it, please do send it their way and we'll talk to you next week.